the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and today is a very special edition. It's Down in the Den. VA got something to say, and joining me in the den today, this artist, she's a beast. She sings. She writes. She probably plays every instrument. It's probably some instruments that we don't even know about. She <laughs> is a walking brand representing VA to the fullest. She has merch, and if you need some dope real estate, holla at my girl. Welcome to the den. The amazing King the Scott. Sis, what's up? How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. No complaints. Man, man, I have been watching your progress. I'm so proud and I'm so happy to have you here. Now, for you guys who have been watching the show for the last three years, you know I represent VA to the fullest. And we've interviewed artists from all across the map. But I want to give a spotlight to home because home is, is where the heart is. So King the you're right here from VA. You're repping us to the fullest. We always begin every episode the same way. So let the people know, let the friends of the den know, what's your origin story? How did you discover music? How did you fall in love? And how did you realize that this is what you want to do with your life? So I thought it was um, some of the old school music that my mom used to play. Um, that was part of it. But even before that, I remember. Um, being in a pawn shop. So I would kind of hang out in the pawn shop and I was like a little kid, snug away from home, act like I was playing outside and I would sneak away to the pawn shop. So Jim's pawn shop in Farmville, uh, he got used to seeing me and he got used to passing me guitars. I'd be like, that one, can I, can I see that one? He knew I wasn't going to be able to buy anything. Right. <laughs> but he would let me uh, play with him. And that was like my first memory of the attraction. Like I got to touch that. And um, I had already been messing around with keys. Probably when I started walking, had a little keyboard, a uh, little grand baby grand piano in my room. And I figured out melodies and things like that, but it really didn't come together until I was about three years old. And I knew I didn't know what I was going to do in music, but I knew I had to make music. You know, church is where I started singing, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so many incredible artists get their start in the church. Now, are you completely self-taught or did you actually like learn how to read music? I know there's some incredible artists that are amazing, but they're like, I can't read a note of music. And then there's some incredible artists that like, oh, no, I'm classically trained. What, where would you say you fall in that spectrum? Are you like completely by ear or, or did you like go ahead and learn? Because I tried to read music and it was too much like math. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, that, that's enough for me. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you go about it? Um. So I was already playing by ear. And I didn't even know about notation. Uh, I would say I learned about notation somewhere in middle school um i never paid attention like i don't know it, it's certain things that over time i never paid attention to and then 
it's some of those things I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Because right. of real estate, I got to use another side of my brain, which has been kind of dormant. And that's probably why I'm doing pretty good. But um, I started paying attention to that. And then when I got to high school, um, I started playing percussion for the jazz band. And the new band director slapped some music in my face. Whap! Like literally, he came over, whap, slapped it on the stand. And I was like, I was like, oh, shoot, he gonna find out. To, he gonna find out today. <laughs> that, that one beat of sweat start dripping down, down the side of your head, like, woo, is it hot? It was like Nick Cannon. It was like Nick Cannon and Drumline. Like, I was like, <laughs> so I kind of like faked it out. He was like, no, no, you you had it. And I'm thinking, I had it? Where? Where did I have it? <laughs> he was like, you had it here, but uh, you kind of fell off here. Is And he was like, the accents, don't ignore the accents. I was like, okay, accents, da-da-da-da-da. Find the pattern. Find the pattern. I literally taught myself how to read music from faking that I could read music. I started, every time he corrected me, I picked up on something. Then I was like, oh, time signatures. Then I was like, oh, uh, this is the symbols. Oh, this is the, like, I started like kind of segmenting everything around in my brain until eventually, like, I started like teaching other people how to read music. And then that translated to helping, because I ended up being a drum major. So that translated to helping the instrumentalists so because I was so good at reading the rhythms, the instrumentalists never knew I couldn't read the melody because with percussion, the music moves across because the music, the drums are all in one key. You feel me? Right. So right. like bat, 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 bat. But with a song, it's da, 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 dee, da, dee, you know? Right. So it's up and down. So I would get them straight on the rhythms and then it just developed from there. I did classical guitar, I majored in classical guitar for a year and a half at Norfolk State. I beasted on my concerts. Crazy. I learned it all in a very short amount of time. That's why I believe in past lives, because there's no yeah. way. No way. No, that's that's some some genius, internal genius. And and I used to get in trouble in math class because I could never figure out the formula, but I would get the answer right. Mm, and and the, the teacher would be like, you have to show your work. And I'm like, what does it matter? Is the answer right? <laughs> and she was like, well, are you cheating? I'm like, no, clearly I'm not. No, no one at my home knows math. I, I'm figuring out a shortcut. And I, and I think with education, people have to realize that some people just have a different zone of genius and they yeah. may not need all the things that someone else. So that's a super dope story. Well, we, we couldn't tell if you could read or couldn't because it's amazing. Now, okay. now, speaking of amazing, your latest single believer, super dope, super emotional. Tell me how that track came about and the creation and motivation behind that song. So I knew I wanted to do a motivational song. I knew I wanted to do uh all these songs I'm putting out right now because I have music that I haven't even it's like so much music that is on hold and for a good reason but I wanted to put out positive music right now because we're just coming out of the dark ages we literally had the dark ages here right and you know after the black plague 
I felt like we African American plague. Let's get it right. right. Now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, wanted to put some positivity out here because I can, you know, and I don't got to write like nobody else. I don't got to. Somebody hit me up and was like, yo, that song is soul. Yeah. It ain't even. It ain't even R&B. That's soul. And I was like, yeah. So anyway, how you doing? Like, I know. I know. Right. And I, I want to definitely grab everyone's attention and let everyone know I can create any genre. And I want to show that. Because it's fun. It's a challenge. Yeah. It's fun. Mission accomplished because it's it's a dope single. I love it. My family loves it. Everybody loves it. It's, it's a dope. So you guys, please check that out. It's on the DITD radio playlist as of today. So guys, check that out when you see this episode. Stream it. Run those numbers up. Dope song. Now, yeah. If you walk, I want to say if you walk or jog, that is a really good song to start walking or jogging to in the morning. I was I was walking my dogs to it, and I just listen. I don't like listening to myself. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm done with it when I'm done with it. Right, but right. I make myself listen to myself because I'm constantly like critiquing and always, but Believer always just puts me in a good mood. It's one of those tunes. It is definitely when I first heard the track, I said, damn, King that is coming with the heat after heat after heat. And and I love it and I love it. And it's different, you know. So many people, especially in the industry. Um, they don't want originality. They want right. whatever is hot in the flash of the pan, and let's do our version. It was Backstreet. It was uh, Backstreet Boys. Then you get In Sync, and then it just it goes from like Coke, Pepsi, RC Cola to store brand, where we just okay. keep getting a, a faded version of the original. And one thing I love about your music is completely original, completely multi-genre. It's just good music. So okay. once again, shout out. Now, another big single that you dropped over the summer, and I feel almost like I should be bowing down. You made an anthem for our state, uh, the VA Sway Anthem with one of the princes of VA, Pusha T, on it. Tell us how that song came about. Super dope. It started a movement. It's the official theme song of the state. That's huge. How did that song come about? Uh, so we're at like 33, uh, two. 133,000 streams right now just on Spotify, right? Now, VA Sway, um, mm, it happened in so many pieces. Uh, I was I was put to the test by Push. He hit me up. He, has, he said that we were going to work together. He had his eye on me, but I didn't believe that it was going to happen. And then I did. It was like, you know, I've always been one of those kids that always believed in my dreams and never lost the imagination. Still have it. Thank God. You know, so many people try to beat it out of you. Oh, yeah. With all kinds of things that make you feel embarrassed about how you, you know, dream about yourself, but never, you know, speaking of whoever sees this, you never give up on any dream um but uh he actually came through to the studio and i knew what was up like he acting like he chilling i'm like no you're not chilling you up in here trying to what's going on man i was like what's going on and i i touch people and it makes people 
uncomfortable. So when it makes people real uncomfortable, I touch him more. <laughs> but uh, he's okay with me like that. And um, we chatted it up. I had to come up with the song. I didn't know I had a lot of time and he was actually being like way ahead. I was done with that shit for like, it was like eight days went by and I was, I was done with the song. And then I started on it two days later and I was done with it in six hours, locked myself in a room, put a new do not disturb on the, on the music room door. And I was done. Then I went back. And I will listen to what's missing. Why am I not feeling this? If I don't feel this, I need to change something, the notation, something more ups in some spots to, and that's where the, to the dreamers, the believers, that part, I wanted to leave everybody on a lifted note at the end and how it comes in as a march in the beginning, like, the way Swords, the producer, captured that, like, Push was like, what? You done already? We ain't got to have that for months. I see you ain't tell me that. You got to <laughs> tell K. Scott. You got to tell me stuff to the T because I'm on it. And I was on it and we got it done. And then they wanted it to be a little more personal, the Virginia uh, tourism people, because that's who was in charge of this whole campaign. Right. But uh, Virginia's for lovers, uh, love VA, Virginia tourism. And they said, we want more of you. And so I went in tweaked a couple things, added some personal touches and boom, boom, shakalaka. That was it. Voila. Well, it, it's phenomenal. It makes me so happy because we, you know, we've had over the years, over the decades, we've had some monsters from the state, you know, from Petty Riley to Pusha T to, uh, Timberland, for real. We've had some monsters here, no doubt. Um, but none of them have really done a Virginia anthem, which always, I'm like, Cali has a million anthems. I mean, they have an anthem for every borough in New York, but our state, we had nothing. So thank you. Thank you. Because it's phenomenal tune and, you know, I love it. So, guys, please check this out. It's already doing amazing numbers. But so, especially if you're from here, if you're from the 757 804, any of our area codes, you better check that shit. Yes, all of Virginia, even out there on the little tail part over there in the Tennessee. Check it out. Look, it, it's like it's it's Virginia songs out there, but they don't they they don't say what this one says. Rats. This will make you proud, everybody as a collective proud, because it's the things we don't think about about Virginia. That I, I highlight in in that song, and just to feel like I was at a barbershop last night, wilding out, right? Late late night barbershop clothes, you know how it go. Indeed, well, not anymore, <laughs> but I used to. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we played VA Sway, and then it came in with the goom 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 goom, and the dude he just looked at me, and I'm like, yeah, bro, just listen, and he. He was like, oh, my, like the way it makes my heart, like he was like, my body is tingling. Like, and I said, that's, that's the, that's the emotion that I want to conjure from people when they listen to my stuff. That's it. Good feelings. You don't got to, I ain't trying to make you feel like no thug. I'm not trying to make you feel like a killer. I'm talking about the other side. Everybody got that side. Even Dahmer. Dahmer had that side. So I've heard. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apparently, the ladies and and the guys are going crazy over Jeffrey Dahmer. So I'm gonna have to check this out. But uh, yeah, you know, weird. But yeah, yeah, I, I, it's a weird reference. But I love that feeling. I, I love Sorry. that feeling. No, it's it's good. It's good. You know, hey, I've been I've been no risk. And I, I don't drink nothing that's out in the can. But uh, <laughs> don't hand me nothing. I'm gonna need to pop that top myself. Switching yeah. cups. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, I'm putting my cover. I, I treat it like I'm like I'm at the bar. You know, I, I cover my drink beforehand. <laughs> not getting me. Now yeah, I, got, I got Mickey one time. Yeah, I mean, I know a couple of guys and girls who have, and and uh, so yeah, yeah. After that, I was like, I don't think anybody want me, but uh, at the same time, yes, I ain't. Do. Hey, you never know. They might want my kidney or something. I have. A, <laughs> Amazing lungs. I, that's always been my worst nightmare. I wake up in a tub <laughs> with, with a scar, and I'm like, "What's me?" You know, so some rich old guy in uh, England has my kidney. So that's always been my biggest fear. I don't know why it's, it's a random fear. <laughs> so now here comes the my favorite part of the show. My my favorite part of the show. It's a little fun, quick answer segment, and it's called. If you don't know, now you know, baby, baby. Shout out to the great, late, notorious B.I.G. And this segment is brought to us by the good folks at Poddex. Podcasters, if you are tired of asking the same old questions, get Poddex. It's super dope. It's elevated my podcast, and I've been doing this for a long time. Never since I've been using this product, it's just elevated. The streaming numbers are going crazy. The listening numbers are going crazy, and it's partly due to the good folks at Poddex. So if you want to be cool like me and have Poddex, use our discount code T-H-E-D-E-N. That's the den. Save yourself 10% off and get that Poddex. So now that we got that careless plug out the way, are you ready to play a little if you don't know now you know? I'm ready. All right. So we have four categories that have been pre-selected before the show began just for you. So what we're going to do, I'm going to give you the categories. You tell me which one you want to go to first, and then I'm going to need a number one through five, and that's going to randomly generate a question for you. Okay. So your categories are music, WTF, deal breakers, and mental health. We always have to have a serious note for mental health. So those are four categories. Which one do you want to tackle first? Let's start with WTF because I got enough deals happening and music happening and what was the other one? Deal? What was the other one? Mental health. Mental health. Yeah. I got yeah. lots of mental problems. So let's start with WTF. Okay. And give me a number one through five. Uh, three. Three. One, two, three. All right. What is the craziest thing you do in a limousine? Does anybody ride limos anymore? This this question they should remove this. I don't think anybody uses limos. But what's the craziest thing you do in a limo? Craziest thing that you do in a limo? Yes, indeed. Swim. Oh damn, that's one of those camera limos with the with the hot tub in the back. Okay. Yeah. I just watched a show on Netflix. They flipped this car and they put a swimming pool up in there. Was uh exhibit on this? Is this hot a, tub? Is, they put a hot tub in it. It was uh um no, it wasn't West Coast Customs and it wasn't Rust to Riches. It was the, another one. I watch all of them. So, that's my favorite shows. That's amazing. That's amazing. I don't know if I've 
I'm kind of anti-hot tub. When I was young, I was like, oh, hot tub. Now I realize it's like a Petri dish. So I'm like, after the pandemic, some things have changed. I used to go to EDM concerts. I used to now, I'm like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. All right. So we got three categories left. We got deal breakers. We got music. And we got mental health. Which one do you want to tackle next? Deal breakers. Deal breakers. All right. Give me a number one through five. One. All right. Number one. They don't want to introduce you to their family or even friends. Is that a deal breaker for you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. My grandma said, can I curse? Absolutely. Fuck it. Uh, my grandma, <laughs> she leaned in front of me and she said, you are motherfucking King of Scott. Do you understand? She said, don't you ever, ever let someone tell you that this person don't accept you or that person don't accept you because you were already accepted. That's how you're here. She said, nobody determines your value. She told me that when I was mad young. Absolutely. She's 100% positively right. If they don't appreciate your value, this is, as uh, Chris Brown would say, another Virginia artist. All right. So we got two more categories. We got music and we got uh, mental health. Which one do you Let's want to get try? music out the way? Let's get music out the way and give me a number one through five. Five. All right, five. Let me go ahead and scroll down. One, two, three, four, and five. All right. How long do you need after eating before you play a show? And I've always asked this about a lot of artists because I suffer from a little irritable bowel syndrome. So if I have to do anything important. I try not to eat. I just drink my essentia. How long do you need after eating before you play a show? I don't usually. Um, but uh, two, three hours. Two, three hours. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't understand how people go in the green room and smash a ton of food and then get on stage. And I'm like, it's like swimming. I need at least 30 minutes before I get yeah. on anything. I'm always mad after because the food be gone or the green room be trashed. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. But it is what it is. I don't care. Like, I'm not about to do a bunch of stuff. I don't I don't get drunk before I used to. I don't get drunk before now. Uh, Now I'm like, I'm about to put on a good show because I'm trying to put on a good show for people. And it's not about me. You know, at at that time, like, that's when you level up as an artist. Like, you're trying to just put a good show on for people. That's fast. I, yeah. I I learned that I remember one podcast. I may have had a a little herbal, uh, and I was it was I had to ask the person, "Hey, can we reschedule?" I apologize. <laughs> that was completely unprofessional. I'm like, just a little toke. I'll be fine. And I'm like, thank you. Uh, I'm your boy. Giving them my government name. I'm like, it's Sean. I'm like, no, no, I'm Mars. I'm Mars. That's my stage name. I forgot. All right. Final question. Final question. Mental health category. This is one we always say serious because we are all about giving that peace, love, unity, and respect, but also highlighting mental health because it's something especially for people of color. Give me a number one through five. Um, Two. All right. Could you tell me about any times over the past few months that you've been bothered by low feelings, stress, or sadness? I hate ending the interview on a such sad. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, you said that I've been uh, what? Bothered by low feelings. I don't even know that. You know, they're all about mental health because I've never even heard that term. But low feelings, stress, or sadness. I know the other two. I don't know what low feelings are. Yes. 
um, you know, I'm, uh, I've experienced, uh, a couple of deaths in my family that hurt, you know, naturally that's normal. But outside of that, um, I've had low feelings, um, because I'm really hard on myself. I'm looking at my gold board here, right there. Then I have another calendar right there. And then there's another thing on the back of the door. So I got all these bow, bow things smacking me in my face when I come into this creative room. And I want things to move faster than things should, even things, things should naturally move. Right. I'm like, you know, like I want um, things to move faster than than they're moving, and I gotta I gotta relax. But sometimes I'll have these moments like, why is this not happening yet? You know, and I, you just gotta plow through, keep taking baby steps, keep pulling that tire behind. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what just keeps me keeps me going. And I do get to erase. I have to remember you erased things off of this board. Big things. Right. Relax. And when I see the progress, I feel better. That's that's a wise word of wisdom. And and I I think of creatives from every art form that are really talented. I think that's something that we all have in common. We're like, why aren't we here where I want to be? I'm doper than 90% of these people out. What's going on? And then you realize everything happens when it's supposed to. And then once it happens, you're like, okay, I, I wasn't ready for that yeah. blessing at this time, or I, I would have screwed it up at this time. So yep. very I, much so, very much so. And I, I don't compare myself to other artists um, because it's, it's so many things. Like you don't know what they did, what true. they had to go through. Who they did. <laughs> yep. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about too. You don't know who they know. Right. You don't know what they signed, how long they've been doing yada yada or whatever. And um, also, like we talked about earlier, um, fitting in, you know, it's easy. Like I could I could go put a couple of boom baps and put stuff out like that. But I'm going to tell you like this. I feel mad. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I have to make a certain style of music to show people who I am. Absolutely. And my influences and my depth. And the respect is worth more than than money in a lot of ways sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And that will come. I, I tell artists all the time, there's only one of you. Don't try to be the next little baby. Don't try to be the next whoever's hot right now because you're never going to be as good at them at them being them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, we're all unique. We're all one-on-one, meaning none before, none to come. So we we have to be the best we or the best us that we can be because we're the only one. So as long as you continue to do that, success is coming. And it's already starting to, to, to rain down on you. So I'm so proud of everything you're doing, everything you will do. And uh, once again, I'm proud to have you on the show. So, Kingna, this has been a blast. Please let the Friends of the Den know where they can find you, your social media, uh, the Twitters, the the TikToks, whatever you have. Let them know where they can find you on social media and let them know 
what they can do to support you. I know you have some merch, some awesome merch. Tell them where they can find you and what they can do to support you and what you have coming out for us. Okay. So um, if you want to find the merch or the website, uh, you can just go to Google. It's a lot of articles up, a lot of interviews. I prefer people get to know me before you blindly, you know, follow me, like get to know me, find out, you know, what type of person I am and about, you know, the type of artist I am and what I've gone through, what I've accomplished, where I want to go, see if you want to come with me. Um, but my name is spelled K-I-N-G-N-A dot S-C-O-T-T. That's Kina Scott on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on um, TikTok. And my YouTube is Kina Official, K-I-N-G-N-A official and uh please follow like subscribe like everything why not like hell yeah like it all it. like it all it's amazing she's making them hits for us us making that real soul music for us so absolutely we'll put all of that on the on the screen it'll be here yeah. and here and yeah. probably up there when we start editing everything so please follow like comment subscribe as they say on every page support because the more support you give the more she can make fantastic music for us so it's a, it's a fantastic relationship you yeah. give her the support she gives us the goods it's that simple it's that simple. yeah you, and you're not throwing anything away this is directly going back into the creation of more music stuff costs money like this is a yeah. small business this is an llc exactly. kena scott is an llc and i'm doing something with it it sounds good it makes sense like it, I mean, it can't get no better than. I mean, it's gonna get better, but it can't get no better than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that. <laughs> well, sis, thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you, man. This right. Anytime you want, we, we're getting our studio. It should be ready sometime in November. So hopefully, we can invite you back so we can get a live performance because they yeah. they don't know. We're, we're learning about you, but they don't really know how dope you. I've known you a long time, and I yeah. know you're dope. For a long ass time. So this thank is just the beginning. They have no clue. No but, clue. But thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Down in the Den, the number one podcast that gives you all of the dopest artists. We're just, I'm batting a thousand. I hate to pop my collar since I literally don't have one, but we're, <laughs> just, you, we're just giving you the best. So guys, like Kingna said, like, comment, subscribe. You know what to do. If you're listening on Spotify, leave a comment. We always have great surveys. If you're looking on YouTube, uh, like, comment. You know how we do. And please follow my girl. She has nothing but dopeness to offer. So please follow. And we end every episode the same damn way. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Deuces. Peace. Thank you. Ooh, if I could.